maximize what you can where you are. But if that's not enough for you, don't be afraid to burn the boats, get creative, and take a swing at living where you always wanted to live. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey everyone, before we get started, I have some really exciting news for you. Our famous Fast Foundations Mastermind for all entry-level and early-stage entrepreneurs is now open for enrollment once again. Now, I can promise you that this is hands down the best early stages and entry-level mastermind that is out there, I promise, and for about half the price of everyone else's. But I don't want you to take my word for it. Listen to some of these past members' experiences. My name is James Dunn, and Fast Foundations gave me a family of like-minded entrepreneurs that I know I can count on for support, for guidance, and to help get me through any challenge I'll ever run into in my business. My name is Leanne, and Fast Foundations showed me a step-by-step roadmap and a process to implement into my business immediately, and I saw measurable results right away. My name is Alex Street and Fast Foundations helped me build my first course and confidently now do what I'm made for. Listen, all those breakthroughs you just heard are just the tip of the iceberg. We have so many more of them. And if you make less than $499,000 a year as an entrepreneur, I want you to lock arms with us and we want to help your business explode over the next five and a half months. So here's what you do. Rush over to fastfoundations.com. Literally right now, go to fastfoundations.com because seats are really limited and they're going really quickly. And this thing kicks off the very first week of March. So if you want to be in this room with us working on your business and hearing all the secrets that we've used to make our brands explode, drop what you're doing and go over to fastfoundations.com and claim your spot right away. We can't wait to work with you. All right, babe, here we are again. Have we even named this thing yet? We have not named it. So we're open. It's his and hers, or he said, she said, something like that. So they know it's us together. Okay, you guys, here's what you do. DM us on Instagram, Chris W. Harder, or at Lori Harder. Let us know what we should, number one, name this show, and number two, what you want us to talk about. Like, throw subjects out there. We'll talk about anything. Ah, today though, I already know what I want to talk about. Do tell. I was such a crabby asshole. Yes. Two days ago, and I couldn't (laughs) control it. Like, I'm not kidding. I didn't want to be. I was aware I was being one, and I I could not control it. And I know where it came from. I'll share that in a minute. But this whole notion of can't you just choose to be happy? Yeah. You can choose the happy habits and the happy thoughts, but Mm -hmm. it takes like an hour of choosing them consecutively to get you out of it. An hour? Yeah, this is the more. Walk. No, I think more. It some took days. me one entire dog walk at the end of the night. Yeah, I love how we still call it a dog walk. By the way, even though the dog isn't coming along yet, the new one. I know. <laughs> Old habits die hard. But it took me the entire walk to feel good. But do you remember at the end? I was like, "All right, babe, now I feel good. I'm so glad we went on." Yeah, this walk. three miles. We huffed and puffed. But it was bad. Here's why. Okay, and just for the record, you were that way last night. That's what I was just going to say. I was going to say, for me though, I could not shake it. Like even that walk, 
it helped. It definitely helped, but I feel like it only shook the rust off of like my right leg. Like three quarters of my body still felt like I was just crappy, angry, frustrated, like man, very negative, pissy. If this podcast does nothing else, it'll give people some insight into what real life is like. So I feel like on Instagram, they don't get to necessarily capture the hustle and the true real life that you and I put in. It's not that we're trying to not show all of it. You just don't, you don't do an Instagram live being like, hey, everyone, I'm a crabby jerk today. Um, can't control my mood, can't control my attitude. Like nobody wants to hear that stuff, but at least we get to talk about it here. Okay. So here's where, here's what happened. I'm in my busy season. And for those of you that follow me on Instagram, you kind of know what it means. But basically, from January 1st until March 1st, so for two months, January and February, I am filling the elite mastermind with all those interviews making sure the right people are in there. Then I'm doing all my 90-minute uh, deep dive sessions on their business with them. At the same time as switching over to filling our entry-level mastermind, or I should say early stages one, Fast Foundations, and doing all those phone calls for people who have questions on that. And then making sure that the venues are selected and actually running the masterminds. All that mm-hmm. happens in the first two months of the year every single year. And so it's my busy season on top of the fact that we have six other companies that we have ownership in that obviously take tending to as well, right? So all of that in itself is fine. Once in a while, I might get a little bit crabby during those times. Might feel a little bit overwhelmed those times. I, you know, I'm working, I, I posted my schedule on Instagram the other day with a little poll. It said, hey, you know, how many of you would, could handle a day like this? And it was a screenshot of my calendar. And 67 or 68% said, not a chance. And the other you know, 30%, 32% was like, bring it on. But... It was a great snapshot as to what every day looks like during busy season for me. Because I feel like people think they're working hard, but they wonder why their dreams aren't coming true. So I wanted to literally show it. But now here's here's what is making it exponentially tougher this year. This damn new puppy has me up. I heard him bark right now. It's like you can hear us. Oh, shit. He has me up four or five times every single night. So I have not had a... Real night's sleep. I have not gotten into REM sleep. I have not had a full night's sleep in three weeks. And I am so physically tired that my bad attitude, my breakdown, my crabbiness, like two nights ago, it was just a manifestation of how dang physically tired I am because of this damn dog not sleeping through the night, having to go outside go potty. I can hear people with kids right now. I almost said real kids. Real kids being like, yeah, welcome to my life. And truly, it's you and I, I like somebody is in puppy jail every day. Like I'm down in the kitchen. I'm all, I am chained to the kitchen while I work all day. And like right when I get a groove, there's something I have to clean up or there's PM cleaning up or whatever, all the things on top of, you know, prepping for everything. And while our life, yes, you guys, like our life is freaking awesome, but also, I want to show what it looks like and how you feel because as freaking, you know, positive and awesome we might show up. Uh, was I I am so distracted by this dog barking. Power through baby. I you was almost going to say as awesome as we show up online. <laughs> <laughs> online. It like as positive as we are on Instagram and whatever modality you guys are hearing us whether it's podcasting or whatever like it's also this. 
I had a really rough day yesterday and I could not snap out of it. And I found myself doing really negative habits, like sabotaging myself, going down the Instagram rabbit hole of like looking at what everybody else is doing and watching people's stories and like literally calling myself a loser in my head because I just, I was, I was paralyzed. Like I felt like I couldn't do anything. I wasn't doing any of the stuff that I had on my to-do list and it was making me feel so bad. And I was really feeling negative towards people. Mm -hmm. Like I was just picking things to look at and judge them on and judge myself on. And it was like a really ugly place to be. And that's when I was like, I just got, I got to go for a walk. Like, and I need to vent. Like, and I also, I know that you were just in your listening mode last night. Thank God, because I probably couldn't have heard any advice at that point. But I've learned to just literally listen when it's like that. Same. You don't want advice. Same. You just want to be heard, but you don't want any damn advice. So, and that's some things that you can use in your relationships, friends, family, whatever. You can be like, hey, is this, can I just have this as like a space to vent? Like, I actually don't want to hear anything right now. I just have to get this out and I have to let myself be as negative as possible. And you guys, it's like, and, if you don't have to be negative, don't be, but like let yourself be as real as possible. Say what you're really feeling and why. And by the time I get done saying all like spewing, it feels like venom coming up out of my body. It feels like just like this horrible feeling coming up from the depths of my body. And I'm just like vomiting up all of these words and emotions. And by the time I'm done with what I feel, feel and what I'm perceiving is going on, I'm pretty much like getting clear of it. I feel really like I can actually start looking at the solution. But before that, I'm just like, I'd have no other word than like frustrated, verklempt. Like you have to get it out of your system. Is that how you felt? Well, it, it is. Number, It's almost like you have to feel your way through it. Well, listen, I'm in, I, I'm, on, I'm in the camp of like, choose happy. Here's the great irony, by the way. Can I point out? I think we said this in earlier episodes. What's our theme this year? Stay in the joy. Stay in the joy. So you have to choose to do that. Mm-hmm. And I still am in the camp where you can choose to stay in the joy. You can choose to see the positive things. You can choose all. But it takes me an hour of choosing over and over and over and over again while moving my body on our evening walk or mm-hmm. at the gym or something in order to finally see and feel the positive things and get rid of the funk. It takes me a solid hour, not of choosing once, but of choosing over and over and over and over until finally something clicks. And I think that's where people go wrong. I was telling Alyssa, our videographer, this today. That's where people go wrong. They say, okay, fine, I'll try this whole choose your happy thing. And they try it and they're like, nope, still feel like crap. See, it doesn't work. And then they just go sit Mm -hmm. in their funk. Where the difference with me, I don't want to put words in your mouth, is I will spend that entire hour changing my state, changing my physical location, moving my body, and choosing for an entire hour, over and over and over again, if I had to put a number on it, maybe if I'm consciously saying, come on, man, choose the, you know, find the joy, what's good right now, and like listing positive things in my head, maybe 60 to 100 times in that hour before it finally starts to grab hold and make me feel better. But mm. I think the point that we need to make is this. Here you and I are describing, should we call this the most depressing podcast ever? <laughs> Here you and I are describing the two <laughs> worst days that we had back to back. One day was my turn, the next day was your turn. And yet we're still doing awesome because of the fundamentals and the rituals that we have in place. And this, if you guys get anything from this, I want you to get this. We still got our workouts in in the morning. We still did our meditations. We still, well, I was going to say got our good sleep. You got your good sleep. I still got my ass I'm up not getting that great of sleep. I'm just not. But we still stuck to our evening walks. And do you remember, I did not want to go. 
Yeah. You said, no, it's a promise. It's a commitment. We're going. But we stuck to the fundamentals. And these fundamentals, whatever you choose yours to be, are what make us instead of letting everything else break us. Here's the deal. If you don't have these in place and if you don't have, if you don't start setting yourself up to finding a tribe or a group who can help you with it, you're going to go do the thing that feels like the path of least resistance. It's what I did for years. And I will tell you, we were just um, hanging out with uh, some amazing humans. Uh, If you listen to this podcast and are in this genre, a lot of you probably know who this person is, but I don't want to name names. But um, truly, uh, she was talking about how, you know, she has so many days where she's like, "I, I just don't feel like I can handle it all. And I want to just say, screw it, shut everything down, close my Instagram, shut down the business and go move somewhere and have a simple life. Yep. I feel I feel that way a lot. Well, we talk about it but a lot. But I know that I can't. We're like, let's just go move to the middle of the country where we you know, can write a end. check for a house and have a bunch of extra money and like have nothing, you know, tough to do. But then we go down the rabbit hole and what do we say every time? We're like, well, we'd move there and we would need like some type of gym that fits our vibe. So we'd build that gym and we'd get people <laughs> and then we're like, well, we'd want a really fun, healthy restaurant that fits our vibe. So we'd build that restaurant and give people... And we, when we go down this rabbit hole, like, we end we up... We own like five businesses yeah, we now end at up this creating point. creating <laughs> just as busy of a life only somewhere outside of California here. And listen, California has a lot of you know crappy things about it, but I can't replace the weather. I can't replace the proximity the to the awesome for people. Me. I can't replace the sunshine. I can't replace seeing the ocean every day. I can't replace... The fact that we live in the epicenter of big dreams and, and good energy and everything going down. All right, babe. So what about the people who aren't in California yet? I mean, we we built a big life before we got here. So a lot of people don't have the... Op- okay, they do have the option of moving to California, but what if they don't want to? I mean, you don't like my answers to this. If you don't want to... No, how do you build a life where you are? Well, you maximize your opportunities where you are. Yes. So you how do we do that? You maximize your opportunities where you are. Meaning they, there may be less amazing accomplished doers, so to speak. God, I'm going to get a lot of hate mail over this. But listen, I just speak my truth. There might be... Let's just use numbers, for example. Maybe there's only 100,000 epic people instead of a million epic people, right? But you, it's your job to go find those epic people and plug into them regardless, to build those relationships regardless. It's your job to maybe invest your way into meeting other epic people that don't live by you. So maybe yeah. you got to get on an airplane once in a while. Like totally, when people we come did. to our masterminds. We did all the time. Yep. Uh, going to retreats, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, it is your job to surround yourself with what I call positive propaganda. So you know, if, if you don't have positive propaganda all around you, literally, like physically, then tap into podcasts. You're listening to one right now. So you know, congratulations. That's an example of tapping into positive propaganda. Turn off the negative propaganda. Turn off the news. Don't follow people that make you feel like crap on social media. Go seek out people that inspire you on social media. But I just want to address something. Your question of what if somebody doesn't live where they truly know that they could thrive? My answer is maximize what you can where you are. But if that's not enough for you, don't be afraid to burn the boats, get creative, and take a swing at living where you always wanted to live. I couldn't agree with that more. The only time I think circumstances are like, well, maybe you can't move is if you are taking care of like a sick parent or you have a brick and mortar that you're working on either growing or getting rid of or something like that. Because we did have circumstances where 
like we wanted to move to California three years prior to when we moved, but we were not financially there yet. We weren't, you know, I still but have my gym. we put ourselves financially there. That's the whole point I'm trying That's to make. What I'm, I'm not saying you, you can do it tomorrow. Yes. But what I'm saying is don't let that be an excuse and live where you don't want to live forever. I couldn't agree if more. If it takes three years to get there, great. If it takes two years to get there, great. But that's the difference. Like stuck too is many a lie. People yes. stay stuck because it can't happen right now. Yep. And that's the problem. Stuck is a lie. I told myself I was stuck for years and years and years and I cried about it. And I I got people to believe I was stuck because of my circumstances. And I would try to like, you know, it, it just playing the victim so much in my life that I had convinced myself, except there was this little part of me that would speak and scream really, really loud, usually in the middle of the night or before I was going to sleep that would wake me up and be like, you know, the truth is that you could get out of this. You know, the truth is that you can sit in that resistance and figure it out. But I was afraid of the hard work. I was afraid of being rejected. I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of looking stupid. I mean, most of all, looking back and even now, I was... I'm. I was afraid of the hard work. I was afraid of the hard work and the frustration that comes with it. The potential letdowns, the potential resistance. Yeah, not even letdowns. Just like, a f- because I feel like I need a little more time to myself to recharge. Mm-hmm. And I know that going into big projects or big business, like even now I'm feeling a lot of resistance because I'm like, oh man, I don't know how hard I can charge and for how long because I feel like my amount of time that I can do it is a little bit less than some people. So I feel that right now. But you learn your work style. Yeah. You've seen examples like our good friend, uh, Drew, that owns Organifi. He said he works three and a half hours a day doing only the parts of the company he likes. Remember, it's a $300 million company because he has chosen to only do the parts he likes and hire and build the team to do the parts that he doesn't like or is not good at. Yeah, so that doesn't always come to, right away. You get a chance to build that from the beginning. You think I can build it from the beginning? I do. I absolutely do. Um, okay. Jesse Itzler told me that that's how Sarah Blakely also built Spanx. She did the parts that she loved, like mm. marketing and product development and hired out the parts that she didn't like from the beginning. Mm. So I think we have to be conscious of that as we build this new company for you. Yeah. It's okay to only like doing certain things. It's okay to only stay in your zone of genius and delegate the rest. Now, let's be real. We're talking about a company that we're raising money for and so we're going to have the resources to do this. If you're bootstrapping a company, you have to wear all the hats sometimes yeah, in the right. beginning. Mm-hmm. We're coming from a place of privilege. I just want to put that on a table so people don't get lost in this conversation. Yeah, you know, This is the first company we're not only putting a ton of money in ourselves, but raising a bunch of capital so we can come out of the gates hiring all the right people to begin with. Yeah. And there, there is a difference. And I do believe that a lot of people can raise money. So um, from everything I'm learning, whether that is crowdfunding or what do you call it? Series... Seed round? Seed round. Yep. Yeah, great. But at the same time, there is a time and a place to bootstrap. And yeah, you will be working your ass off. And I feel like I'm working my ass off right now. You're, there's going to be times that you have to do what you don't want. I think when we say you get to build a company only doing the things you like, we mean conceptually, like most of the time. Yeah. Yes, sometimes you're going to have to do something you don't want. But I think we're talking about build a company, build a lifestyle where 80% of what you're doing falls into the category of this is my zone of genius. And your 20% is because you're in between hires or something like that. So how can we be better? It's so funny. I'm just doing real-time talk with him, like our walks. How can we be better at when we are frustrated like the last two days, just 
being better in, in connection in, in our relationships. Because honestly, I, I'm sure I made you feel that way. And I know that I've felt this way of like, I feel disconnected or like I'm not important because you're so busy and I'm so busy. So is it just walking? Well, it's at least we're getting those fundamentals in. Yeah. We have to acknowledge it's a season. You have to talk about it out loud like we did on the on the walk. Like, don't be afraid to bring it up. Yeah. And take what you can get, carve out what you can get until you get through that little challenging season. And yeah. I think the problem is other people don't bring it up. Mm-hmm. Other people don't address it. Other people don't create those little pockets where they're taking that relationship off the shelf every single day to at least dust it off a little bit. And that's what we're doing with our morning routine, with our walks, with the other things. It may not be as fun and as connecting as other parts of the year where we have a lot more time and a lot more bandwidth, but at least it is something on a daily basis. I feel like we could do that thing that, and who knows if we'll do this or not, that Jack Canfield did with his wife all the time. It was like, scale of one to 10, like how are you feeling in the relationship right now? Like what's your number and what's something I could do to make it a 10? Did he? Did they ask that every day? Every that, day. That's what I remember you saying. Mm-hmm. Every he still asks it. That's really cool. And I should ask that to you, and you should ask that to me. Ask me right now. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> scale of one to ten. Where's the relationship? Oh yeah, scale of one to ten. And where's the relationship, and what, what can I do better? You can do better to what to bring it to a ten. To bring it if to it's a not 10. there. All right. Um, scale of one to ten. I think it is an eight point five. And one thing you can do better would be to make sure you're asking me the questions that you have on your business, the parts that you know we need to figure out together. Yep. Make sure you ask me those things during a time when I'm ready to receive them. What if I feel like there is no time that you're ready to receive them? You're going to have to learn that algorithm or ask if it's a good time. Like, What if you just said, Hey, is this a good time to ask you about my company? And if the answer is no, say, Great. What time would be today? Okay, so if it is pressing as in that day, just ask for the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that. Otherwise, like I'm writing between two coaching calls, you're like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, my mind's not there right now. Totally. And then it just annoys me. Right. And part of that is because I need the answer. Like right now, I'm trying to get an email out to somebody before their office hours are done, like the next day, because mm-hmm. we're in California. Uh, that's such a disadvantage. It drives really me crazy. Is. I know. I'm like, I it's hate waking o'clock. up. Shoot. And, you know, it's noon. <laughs> it's 9 a.m. I'm starting my day. It's noon everywhere else. And like today, I had to call and pay that invoice for the formula. Yeah, she, she was going to call you at 5 a.m. to get it paid. It's great. Yeah. And <laughs> I called. I was like, oh, it's only 1 30 here. I'm, I'm fine. I got plenty of day left. And it was 4 30 there. And they go home at 4 30. Oh, shit. And I was like, well, don't worry. I, I still got it done. But I was like, this whole three hours forward thing pisses me off. Well, we can't do anything about it. Okay. Unless you want to move back. Now I get to ask a question okay. back to you. What's the relationship one to 10 and what would bring it closer to a 10? Right now, it's like a 7.5 to 8 for me because I, what would bring it closer to a 10 is just, I know we can't designate time, but knowing that I have time to talk to you about certain things because I feel like I have no time to talk to you unless it's on a walk. And then by the time the walk is there, we don't want to talk about work because we're so frustrated and we just need to use that walk to deflate. And then when you come back, you usually have more work. So then you don't want to hear what I have to say because you need to get stuff done. So I always feel like I'm a burden right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, w- I would like some designated time where it's like you're... This is asking a lot. Where you're like excited or present with me about building then, this then company. We're going to have to be proactive about that because when you look at my calendar... 
you we're can, working this you can out together. To this. It's bell to bell right. with not even a break for myself. So I actually so know that right now- in my calendar, that's not going to happen. I actually know we're in a season, but okay. Is that an option, me getting totally in your calendar? Yep. Okay. Yep. Start building this in. Next week, what days and times uh, can I just block off And you're not allowed to schedule calendar? over it and be like, well, I have a meeting with you, so I'm slammed. Well, I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> but that would make common sense, right? No, it sounds great. I would love that. I've been trying to ask for a meeting for that a long time. proactive, not okay. reactive. Great. This is awesome. I well, love I really solving. love your... I'm really going to love this game. One to 10, how's the relationship? What should we be doing? <laughs> it sounds like you're just trying to poke the bear. <laughs> no, it's a really good game because now I know what also triggers you because I don't want to be triggering you. Wow, it was productive. Yeah, it really was. I liked it. And people got to hear what it sounds like. This is truly our exact tone in conversations when we're working something out. Yep. And I love it because... We don't really... We do a lot of these. Actually, we do We do a conversation, kind of this banter back and forth, probably two, three times a day. Um, but we don't have blow-ups. Like, nope. We don't have yelling. We maybe we don't have, have one yelling every few months or something. Maybe less than that. I don't even know. But we do this a lot. So what that means is we are putting things out when there's smoke, not mm-hmm. when there's fire. And we put them out passionately. So mm-hmm. if you can tell, it's like, yes, even though there was some fr- frustration in the undertone. Like we truly just had a conversation that we will probably stick to and work stuff out. And you will probably see me in your calendar now and maybe get partially annoyed, but we will be working things out. No, that won't even annoy me because I do love working on your business with you. Yeah. It's, I don't like working on your business with you when I have a day from hell and you want to inject your business into that day. So here's my fear around that real quick, getting into your day, like putting myself into your day is I know that you have so much that you need to fit in. And then seeing if you have me on there, that it will be like, oh, I if I didn't have this, I could just get this done before I have to leave or do this thing or whatever. Nope, because I would just book less that day. Here's what you forget. Whatever container you allow yourself for work, you're going to fill it, especially as a successful entrepreneur, because the work is never done. So if I have a container that is 10 hours, and there's two hours that are already scheduled and taken up by you. All I do is fill the other eight hours. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But if I leave the full 10-hour container, I'm just going to keep filling the full 10-hour container. And yeah. it still won't finish my to-do list. I don't know if I'm explaining this right. No, it, it totally is. And so you using up two hours of that container doesn't make me upset. It's, that's no different than me having someone else's meeting in that container. I just book the other things around it. And when the container's filled, the, the container's filled and I have to move things to the next day. Yeah. I love that. Honestly, I just glazed over because you said container. I started thinking about food. Then I started thinking about what we were going to eat for dinner. Okay. Let's go on our walk and get food. <laughs> but um, I hope that you enjoyed our mini discussion. I think a discussion is like a... It has a little heat to it. <laughs> Listen, if you guys like this and uh, if you guys love the things that we're teaching, don't forget that we are filling our Fast Foundations Mastermind right now. One of the things I love about that is there's probably 10 couples in there every time. And we talk through things like this with our masterminds. Like what containers do we build so that we still connect? And how do we communicate? And uh, how do we avoid triggering each other? And all these other things. So literally everything that we just went through right now we talk about these things only in a way that's more strategic and in a way that is more uh, from a place of teaching 
in our, our Fast Foundations Mastermind. So although it's not for couples, I don't want all of a sudden all the, the single people would be like, wait, I thought this was a business mastermind. This is a business mastermind for anyone who's making less than 500 grand or who has been in their current business for less than five years. But the cool thing is, it always attracts at least 10 couples and these conversations come up because even if you're an individual in the mastermind, I know you got that something on the side and you need to be able to communicate with them. All right, babe, I'm starving. I'm starving. We're going to go for a walk. We're going to go do our thing to snap out of, shake off whatever we had of the day, anything of yesterday, reset us, reconnect, all of the things. So you guys, thank you so much. Let us know uh, what you loved about this episode and what you want to hear from us on the next one. All right, guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.